एपिसोड 19 लेट अस कंक्लूड आवर कन्वर्सेशन अबाउट द ह्यूमन स्पाइन विद टू मोर एग्जांपल्स सो दैट वी आर सफिशिएंटली कन्विंस्ड दैट देयर इज नो नीड टू लुक एल्सवेयर फॉर आवर हेल्थ एंड वेलबीइंग एट द फिजिकल लेवल and honestly it translates beyond the physical into your mental emotional and spiritual state as well but this will be a conclusive conversation about the physical aspect there is evidence that the your physical power or force actually gets delivered because of your spine and not because of any other muscle or any other part of your body First example that I want to give you is an ancient sport exercise and art form of India called malkhamb. It is a long staff which is pillar, a post which is uh, crowded to the ground. It is swaged so the malkhamb artist climbs on the malkhamb. It's a khamba and performs various yogic postures search online it will really be interesting to watch how these boys and girls twist and turn around the pillar around this post curving their back and they are muscular mind you they are very muscular but the muscles are a byproduct of what they are doing with their spine and this total malkhamb practice is a fantastic example of uh, power delivered by the spine on a serious note gymnastics high jump long jump many of your athletic sports swimming most of it is about the spine the hands and feet are support roles the main function is the spine so go check out malkham you will probably have a better idea of what i'm talking about Another example now this one i have seen live malkham i have only seen on tv or on youtube but the next example i'm giving you is something i have seen live this was uh, one of my trips to the hills from uh, gangotri i decided to trek down to gomuk gomuk is the glacier from where river uh, ganga originates one of the upstreams of ganga bhagirathi river Bhagirathi originates from Gomukh. It's a glacier shaped like a cow's head, and that is why it is called Gomukh. And above Gomukh are some amazing forests. One is called Tapovan, where people go to meditate, even study for their civil services. I have heard. And the other one is Sundarban, again known for its scenic beauty, greenery. flowers and uh, fruits and different vegetations this also happens to be the route for one of the peaks called kedar kanthak now while i was uh, preparing i i was just carrying a overnighter so not much of a load to carry so i was on my trek but i saw that a group of foreign students carrying their uh, best of gear tents and sleeping bags and all of that kitchen equipment they were all assembled there at the gangotri bus stop 
waiting for the porters to come and uh, gather their stuff and they were also going for the same trek but they were going ahead to tapovan or something like that and they were all carrying their uh, premier super expensive backpacks anybody's envy and the owner's pride for sure best of brands like osprey uh, patagonia you name it it was there and the porters arrived lean thin fellows the mountain goats had arrived and they were all they were just carrying a bundle of rope <laughs> and a cotton cloth angocha that's all they were carrying and they were in their um, what is popularly called bathroom slippers bathroom slippers or flip flops that's what they called they were all <laughs> wearing their flip flops uh sweat stained clothing and one extra jacket they were carrying as part of their bundle many of them were just simply they had tied the jacket onto their hips and they all arrived three of them a lot of material almost five six people tourists travelers trekkers and all that luggage with the kitchen and tent sleeping bags just three porters and i saw this and i stood there wanting to see what's happening and what wanting to see how these boys will manage to carry so much and then next thing i know is um, one by one all the trekkers they removed their backpacks and put them along with the rest of the stuff so all that wonderful well designed ergonomically designed well aired and uh, with sternum strap and adjustment everything all that those backpacks they were not going to carry they were not going to trek in them they removed it put it there with the rest of the stuff on the ground and one by one these boys the porter boys they called pithus in that area they collected the bags sorted them out into three sets and then i saw them gracelessly wrapping all these uh, expensive gear and uh, you know those must have backpacks must have rucksacks gracelessly wrapped around in the rope and each of the each of the pitus the boys they yanked it up put the um, rope across their uh, forehead just protected the forehead with the angocha or the cotton fabric they were carrying and they were on their way now technically speaking this kind of a carry is called tump line we used to carry our uh, shoulder bags in school like that sometimes you know we used to we used to have these shoulder bags and they were more than 10 classes or periods in a day and each class had a textbook which one had to carry for each subject you had to carry your homework copy why not because you've done your homework but because many a times the homeworks are not checked but you will be punished if you are not carrying the homework copy so even if you didn't do your homework good idea to carry the copy anyway so you have a textbook for each subject so 10 textbooks 
टेन होमवर्क कॉपीज टेन क्लास वर्क कॉपीज दैट्स ऑल्सो अ मस्ट and then one rough copy and anything else that you might be carrying you know one extra class maybe uh maybe you missed out something so you always carry one extra textbook if not anything else so all of that together is quite a load and <laughs> so you carry your shoulder bag on your um, back and you put the handle the the strap onto your forehead and you carry it and you can carry it for a long period without much of a strain that's a typical tump line carry and these boys they were so quick the pitus carrying such loads in their uh, rope harness and tump line fashion they just moved the rest of the people just couldn't catch up these boys kept going stopping just twice i think i couldn't catch up i saw them because i didn't stop anywhere so they were st- they stopped twice in the whole trip for tea and biscuits as refreshments from that day onwards whenever i chance upon any of these pitus in any of the local tea stalls i never pass off the opportunity to offer them a little treat whatever they want parantas sometimes maggi they love maggi <laughs> or uh, if not anything else the breakfast size glass of uh, tea and uh, tiger biscuits that's a staple your spine is the powerhouse of your universe it is called merudand in yoga and it is a representative of the meru parvat in the heavens these should be good enough reasons for you to continue working on your spine i think now for those of you who are addicted to massages here is my humble request please do not allow anybody to massage your spine not even in the act of love should you allow anybody to interfere with your spine leave that alone you know uh, in our country we have these um, home bred chiropractors <laughs> traditionally the indian pehlwan the wrestlers they were our um, mojers and uh, chiropractors as well lot of these um, you know busy rich businessmen traders they would uh, invite these fellows over for the weekend and have a fantastic massage every vertebrae cracked and the tension released but it's a horrible idea any massage is okay but not a spinal massage just push people away from your spine so whether it is a mojer or a pehlwan or a hardwed <laughs> uh these uh, traditional wrestlers they were also very good at um, um repairing your bones because in their wrestling they would kind of dislocate every now and then during their uh, drills and practice 
they were pretty good at all this you know dislocated shoulder they knew exactly what to do if you broken an elbow they will fix it for you they could actually fix a lot of good stuff okay i mean what they can't fix is probably not fixable unless you go in for a surgery and yet it's a bad idea to let anybody massage your back massage your spine stay away another study reveals corroborated by certain yogic uh, findings as well is that while we inherit so much from our uh, reptilian ancestors and uh, the primates because we spend so much time upright we have certain typical problems advantages advantages because it allowed your brain to grow because your brain does not get sufficient oxygen it fought to survive and in that process it evolved into a super intelligent one okay so even if you had a smaller brain like you would have had uh, some 20000 years ago or 19000 years ago you would have still lived a full life okay not in modern times not a literate one but you would have still lived a full duration of 60 70 80 years or whatever it is so your physiology has suffered because of your um, erectile posture and here is a remedy that is suggested as part of your uh, yogic practice after you've done your zazen um, or before it if you wish any time you want you can do this go on to your fours you are on your knees and hands and you stay in that posture for as long as you can comfortably you are on your fours you can stretch a bit no need for a cat pose or anything like that nothing crazy stretch a bit like a cat or a dog would push back to sit on your knees sit in a vajrasan just be with your spine in that posture on your fours for a extended period of time it will help you relax your back and it'll help you overcome certain consequences of an erectile posture okay because we are spending just far too much time in that erectile pose or right through the day you are in that so it's a good idea eases your back eases your spine it will also strengthen your uh, knees and shoulders in the very very correct manner so just introduce this much in the next episode we will uh, introduce one more element to our zazen till then practice what you have learned ask if you have any doubts raise your objections post your comments like the video subscribe to the channel and i'll see you in the next one